Uh, Mark, so what did you think of these numbers that Okta gave? It's a little bit more well-received than some of the reports the last couple periods. What's going on? Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, to talk about Okta. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at first, I think last night people had to digest a little bit that there was a big, you know, they just formed their largest acquisition ever, and it's a very big one with Auth0. And, you know, they're they're integrating that. So right now there's some near-term investments going on. But I think investors are starting to appreciate this morning, looking at the longer-term opportunity here and, and the growth opportunity in their their core segments and they're really investing for that. So it's really a long-term play here. And we you know, we really like the opportunity for them. So right now uh, you've got a neutral rating on Okta, right? I mean, you think that the price target is basically around, you know, where it is. You raise it up to 280, we're at 270. So you don't see takeoff potential for this to break out to new highs. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. These these cloud-based security names are, can be high flyers at times. Um, so, you know, what we try to do is really take a longer-term approach and really build out. Okay, what's 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 not you know what can they really hit in revenue maybe in ten years from now? What kind of operating margin are they running at? And so sometimes it's, you know it's tough to really achieve what they're trading at. But mm. I think fundamentally, um, very strong company. You know they definitely have a, a moat around them. We think they they have they possess very strong customer switching costs and a network effect with the integration network they they've built out. So just fundamentally, you know they have really disrupted the identity and access management security space. And so we think it, you know it's a very high quality name. So they need to grow into the valuation uh, uh, from the bottom line perspective, right? I mean, the top line is rock solid. Uh, even among the cloud space, they stood out to me looking at the numbers because they're so consistent, 40 to 50% top line growth. You don't see a lot of big ups and downs, even through COVID where some of these cloud stocks had huge surges and then they came back down to earth. This seems just like a very natural kind of secular trend. So what do they need to do from here? Is it just getting more of it down to profits and turning profitable? Is that something that's gonna happen for them anytime soon? Well, uh, well, on, on a gap basis, probably not for another five years or maybe even more so. Wow. Um, but, but I think on non-gap basis, look, they, they are definitely showing improvements. Um, I think it's important to look at that. Also, look at free cash flow. You know, they they increased the guide for free cash flow for the year. Now expect to actually become, you know, be on a positive margin for free free cash flow. And I think that's really important for a company like this in this hyper growth stage to look at. You know, are they generating cash? Um, but also just the growth opportunity head so what they're doing really is they're, they're landing a customer cohort and then over time you know they've built out the security platform and you start cross-selling another you know product to your existing customer base locking that them into that, that you know the octa ecosystem and you see things like dollar based net retention 124 percent in the quarter and this has been pretty consistent where you're in that 120 percent range so land a customer sell them more over time and keep them locked in so it's a very powerful notion you know in the long run when you start looking at margin expansion but it's it's going to be many years out as they really are investing for growth right now mm. so the MA is that um done or should we expect more or do they become a target uh, or is the stock too expensive the drama that the market uh, kind of put on this stock around the auth zero announcement seemed to suggest that that was to some degree like a, a defensive move maybe that uh, when the stock dropped i mean i guess it's processed that now because we're up as it starts to get integrated in but uh, does that mean there's a short 
leash that the market will give this company for buying businesses? Well, I think right now they definitely have to focus on integrating Auth0. I mean, it, it was really their first large-scale acquisition. Um, and initially, what they planned to do was really keep the two businesses separate and let them run independently. But now, last night, news was, hey, we're going to integrate, integrate this really a lot faster now because we do see once we've you know, we've purchased them. We do see some, some, you know, some low-hanging fruit to integrate quickly um, and, and start driving that acceleration. Because I think you're right in, in regards regarding maybe this was a little defensive at first, um, but they do play a little separate, you know, a little different market than when Octus Core is. So, you know, by integrating faster, we do think it really opens up some really nice uh, cross-selling opportunity be between the two organizations you know, as, as they become one, but in two different distinct markets between workforce identity and the customer identity market, which really where Auth0 played. And I also mentioned that Okta, really what they're good at is selling to maybe like the C-suite, whereas uh, Auth0 is, is phenomenal in the developer space. And so now you're, you're bridging that gap, have multiple, mm. now another way to sell into organizations. So it's just a way to get, way to get their teeth in initially and then upsell and cross over time.